Five crazy time slip incidents that actually happened. A time slip is a kind of paranormal phenomenon in which a person, or even a group, seem to travel through time or enter an alternate version of reality by unknown means. Here are five crazy time slip incidents that actually happened. Number five, Sir Robert Victor Goddard. Who would have known that Victor Goddard's weird trip into the time stream with his airplane could become one of the most popular real-life accounts of a time slip? In 1935, Goddard, a wing commander at the time, flew a Hawker Hart biplane for the Royal Air Force, RAF, from his home base in Andover, England, to inspect what was then an abandoned airfield in Drem near Edinburgh. That airfield, which was constructed during the First World War, was in a very dilapidated state after being abandoned. Nature had already taken over the place, and one could see numerous herds of cattle grazing on the field of overgrown grass. The Drem airfield, so to speak, had now basically become a cattle farm and utterly useless as an airfield. After that inspection, Goddard proceeded to Edinburgh for a weekend visit. Then on Monday, on his flight back to the headquarters in Andover, Goddard encountered some trouble. It was raining quite heavily that day, and so he was forced to fly back to Drem, the same abandoned airfield, to get his bearings. This flight back proved to be a challenge when he lost control of his plane. The aircraft began to spiral downward. All along, the sky became even darker. The clouds grew thicker, and the rain came down more heavily than it was just a few seconds ago. It was as if he was hurling downward and quickly towards an inevitable death. As Goddard approached the old airfield, things then suddenly changed. What was once a torrential downpour of rain turned into a drizzle. The sky changed from dark and stormy to bright and sunny, and then, like a heavenly apparition, Goddard saw the airfield had become completely renovated. The strips looked like they were newly laid out. The traces of the farm were nowhere to be found, as so were the cattle and the herds. The hangars and the tarmac now appeared to be in a brand new state. It was as if he was seeing a different Drem airfield, although he knew for himself that this was exactly the same one that he visited and inspected just the other day. The baffling revelation didn't stop there, though. Getting closer to the ground, he saw a group of airplane mechanics in blue overalls tinkering a number of yellow painted planes docked at the end of the tarmac. Goddard soon realized something very creepy was happening as things were out of place. First would be the overall uniforms of the mechanics. RAF mechanics at that point in time should be wearing brown-colored overalls instead of blue. In the planes they were working on, three trainer biplanes and one monoplane had yet to exist in the RAF. Even more so, the mechanics working in the field never seemed to have seen or heard him when in fact he was only a few feet above the ground when he flew by. Goddard pulled up his plane and managed to return to his home base safely but was very disturbed at what he had just saw. He spoke of his weird experience to his friends in the Air Force but... Most of them didn't believe him. Then, a few years later, the Drem Air Base eventually resurfaced in 1939, 
and it was at this point that something utterly chilling had transpired. New RAF biplane and monoplane trainers had been introduced, and they come in yellow paint, the same as what he saw that one fateful day four years earlier. Meanwhile, the Air Force had also begun changing the color of mechanic overalls from brown to blue. Carter chose to remain silent over the issue out of fear of being discharged from the service on mental grounds. 27 years went by, and Goddard decided to tell it all in a book called Flight Towards Reality. He was convinced, as were other people, that he somehow must have traveled, even if just for a brief moment, into the future. Number 4. Father Ernetti's Chronovisor Has it ever crossed your mind about what happens to all the sights and sounds that we as humans make? Do these things disappear and vanish like smoke, or do they continue to exist in ways and forms unknown to us? And if so, is there any way that we can access them? This is exactly the question that one Italian priest and scientist had been trying to answer, and he reportedly did so with an instrument so bizarre yet so real. The device is called the chronovisor. The clergyman in question was Father Pellegrino Ornetti, Father Arnetti has said to have collaborated with some of the greatest minds of his time to work on this project. Big names such as Enrico Fermi, the architect of the nuclear age, and Werner von Braun, the famous German rocket scientist, were rumored to have worked with Arnetti in making the chronovisor sometime in the 1950s. The book by priest and paranormal expert Francois Brun, titled The Vatican's New Mystery, revealed eerie and at the same time mind-boggling details about this instrument. In its essence, Father Arnetti's invention could be programmed to tune into the past, allowing the viewer to get to literally see and hear the events that had occurred years or even centuries earlier. In Brune's account, Father Arnetti explained that all the sights and sounds that humanity had made since the beginning of time are still floating through space, and this machine... The chronovisor works in such a way that it detects such signals and broadcasts them into an accompanying device. The entire setup consists of a huge cabinet that has an antenna made from unknown metals, a connecting cathode ray tube of which the display and sound transmits, and a panel of control buttons and levers. The chronovisor could then be programmed to view and even record specific times, locations, and events in the past. Father Ernetti was supposed to have personally caught glimpses on a significant number of historical events using his invention. This included the speech given by the French conqueror Napoleon and a production of the play Thias by the Roman poet Quintus Ennius. The latter work is said to be once lost, but through the chronovisor, Father Ornetti claimed to have reconstructed the entire text. It was then translated to English at Princeton University, but perhaps the most notable event that Father Arnetti caught a glimpse of would be the crucifixion of Jesus Christ himself. And Arnetti didn't just gaze into this event, he apparently had even taken a photograph of Christ and his last moments here on earth. The picture went on to circulate after it was published in an issue of an Italian weekly news magazine, La Domenica del Corriere, or The Courier's Sunday. 
The image in question shows the face of a bearded man with eyes looking upwards. When asked on the whereabouts of the device, Father Ernetti said that he and the team decided to dismantle it. With the power it holds, they fear that it could be used for evil things, including putting up the most fearsome dictatorship the world has ever seen. Number 3. Bold Street, Liverpool Music lovers from around the world sure know what Liverpool is, as it just so happens to be the birthplace of the famous rock group, The Beatles. Sports fans are also acquainted with the name of this place because of its popular soccer teams, but this humble port city in the UK is also famous among conspiracy theorists and paranormal enthusiasts for a quite disturbing reason. On Bold Street, a particularly well-known street in Liverpool, a multiple series of time-slip occurrences have reportedly happened. These events were said to have begun around the 1990s and continue to occur even today. While other cases of time-slips can merely be shunned off as urban legend, the ones here on Bold Street seem to have some truth to them. One of these stories, for example, was told by a Merseyside policeman who apparently traveled back in time while walking along Bold Street one sunny day in July of 1996. The policeman named Frank went shopping with his wife Carol, and the two split up when Frank went to look for a music CD while Carol headed out to buy a book. Just as he was about to head towards the music store, Frank suddenly felt as if he was being enveloped in an eerie atmosphere of silence. It was, as he put it, like stepping into an oasis of quietness. Out of nowhere, a small box van that looked like something out of the 1950s sped across his path, missing him by mere inches. Frank saw the side of the van with a design that read Kaplan's, but Kaplan's had been out of business for decades already. Dazed and confused, Frank realized he was standing in the middle of the busy road looking at what was supposed to be a bookstore. In its place was a shop that had a sign that said Crips. Inside he saw no books but a whole array of women's handbags and shoes, and it creeped him out more to notice that the people around him were all dressed up in old-fashioned styles reminiscent of the 1940s. It gave him momentary relief to see a young girl dressed in modern-day clothing. He followed her into the transformed store, but as they entered, the building had once again become the bookstore they had known for quite some time. Crips, like Kaplan's, were businesses based out of Liverpool in the 1940s and 50s. Another popular time-slip story that happened on Bold Street concerns a teenage girl who was asked to run an errand. Imogen, the girl in question, went to the said famous street in Liverpool to buy a few things for her sister who had just given birth. She noticed a newly opened branch of Mother Care, a famous British retailer of mother and child care products. Imogen went inside and bought the essentials that she was asked to get. However, things suddenly got weird when she tried to pay with her credit card. The cashier was confused about the card and told her that the store is not accepting such kind of payments. With no cash in hand, Imogen went to another store where she eventually bought the goods. Back at home, Imogen told her mother about the new mother care, arguing that the store has long been closed and now it is a bank. 
The pair decided to settle the debate and went to the site themselves. And much to Imogen's shock, she realized that indeed, the Mother Care store was no longer there, and in its place is a brand of HSBC Bank. Number 2. Project Pegasus and the Chrononauts 2012 was a year when we were bombarded with some of the most disturbing conspiracy theories like the presence of unknown planets in our solar system, as well as the prophesized end of the world. But there's this one incident that must have probably went past our noses, despite the fact that it involved what was once the most powerful man on the planet. In the later part of 2011, Andrew Bissago and William Stillings stepped forward with an astonishing expose. Bissago and Stillings claimed to be former chrononauts or time travelers, for an alleged DARPA program called Project Pegasus around the 1970s to 80s. DARPA, or Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, is an advanced technology branch of the U.S. Department of Defense. According to the pair, they undergo a Mars training class at a community college based in California. The college was presumably functioning as a cover for Project Pegasus, and they claimed that they were picked to go to the Red Planet. As to the mode of their transportation, they said it was teleportation. The goal for the top-secret Mars expedition was to establish a defense regime protecting the Earth from threats from space. To make their claims even more intriguing, the pair went on to say that Barack Obama, who was 19 years old back then, was also among the students chosen to go to Mars. He was given the name Barry Sotero. Stillings and Bissago said that they met Obama more than a couple times while they were there. The strange thing is, their claims were actually substantiated by three high-profile Mars whistleblowers, including none other than Laura Eisenhower, the great-granddaughter of President Dwight D. Eisenhower. The White House, under the Obama administration, however, later denied all these claims. Number 1. Three British Boys in Medieval England The opportunity to peer into the past is surely a welcoming thought to most of us. However, these three young boys on this list had not only witnessed the past with their own eyes, but instead claimed to have actually been there. And it wasn't a pleasant experience. It was the kind that changed their lives forever. The three 15-year-olds, William Lang from Scotland... Ray Baker from London and Michael Crowley from Worcestershire were all Royal Navy cadets in 1957. They were tasked on a map-reading exercise that would have them traversing across the rural village of Suffolk in England. Their route took them into the picturesque village of Kersey. According to their accounts, they heard the church bells ringing and saw pillars of smoke rising from chimneys. But as they neared towards the village, they began to feel uneasy. All of a sudden, the bird songs that accompanied their journey disappeared, the church bells fell silent, and the billowing chimney smoke disappeared. As they got closer, they noticed the church spire was nowhere to be seen, the chimneys also non-existent. As they walked the main street, they noticed that no signs of modern-day conveniences like streetlights, cars, or telephone wires could be found. Even more so, they couldn't find a single person anywhere. Spooked and disturbed, the trio began to frantically look around for signs of life. 
They peered into the village houses that looked so ancient, ragged, hand-built, and timber-framed. The uninhabited dwellings looked almost medieval in appearance. As one of the boys recounted, the uninhabited dwellings looked almost medieval in appearance. They also came across a butcher shop that displayed skinned oxen carcasses inside. They were green with age and rotting. It gave them the impression that the village had been abandoned, or so they thought. Then all of a sudden they felt like they were being stared at by invisible watchers. They endured the nauseous sensation as they hurried back, running even, onto the main street and out of the village. Much to their surprise and bewilderment, they later noticed that everything went back to normal. The church bells, the chimney smoke, and the noise and chatter of civilization slowly came back. A number of books and articles tackled into what the three Royal Navy cadets had been into have been made. Some say that somehow, some way, they were warped back in time when the whole village was obliterated by the Black Death sometime in the 12th century. So there were five crazy time slip incidents that actually happened. To be caught in a time slip would surely be exciting. However, if these stories tell us anything, it's the fact that not all of these experiences are pleasant ones. Some, if not most, can be utterly terrifying. If you enjoyed watching this video, then please remember to subscribe to our channel. We have new videos coming out every single week for you guys to check out. And check out our new podcast called Everytown, which is available wherever you listen to your podcasts and on this channel as well every Friday. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you guys soon.